Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hola y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Welcome back to Coffee Break Spanish. We're back with another lesson of Coffee Break Spanish for you. And this time, it's a bit of a test. We're going to look back over the past 10 lessons, or indeed, over the past 18 lessons, and test what you've learned. So, good luck. So the first thing that we are going to do is test you on some of the words and phrases that you've been learning since lesson 11. In the first five, I'll say the Spanish and you will then be saying the English. And then after that, I'll say the English and you have to translate that into Spanish. So, Cara, hope you're ready for this. Here's number one. Tengo hambre. Cara, can you remember what tengo hambre means? I'm hungry. Muy bien. Tengo hambre. I'm hungry. Número dos. ¿Hablas español? Do you speak Spanish? Exacto. ¿Hablas español? Número tres. ¿Dónde está la catedral? Where is the cathedral? Where is the cathedral? Exacto. ¿Dónde está la catedral? Número cuatro. ¿Hay un banco por aquí? Is there a bank near here? Exacto, muy bien. ¿Hay un banco por aquí? Por aquí, meaning near here. ¿Hay? Is there? ¿Hay un banco por aquí? Número cinco. ¿Se puede comer aquí? Can you eat here? Can you eat here? Exactly. Because se puede literally means can one. Is it possible to? So comer to eat aquí, here. Se puede comer aquí. Can you eat here? Muy bien. Bueno, esta vez tú vas a decir las palabras o las frases en español y yo en inglés. I'm going to say the phrases in English, in English. 
and then you translate into Spanish. Número seis. In a restaurant situation, the waiter would say, what are you going to have? How would you translate that into Spanish? Cara? ¿Qué van a tomar? Muy bien. ¿Qué van a tomar? What are you going to have? And you may also hear, ¿Qué va a tomar? If the waiter is talking to one person only. ¿Qué va a tomar? Número siete. How would you ask, Can you bring us the bill? Nos trae la cuenta, por favor. Nos trae la cuenta, por favor. And you were polite. You said, por favor. Well done. Nos trae la cuenta, por favor. Nos trae one of the most useful phrases in restaurant situations. Número ocho. Is there a chemist near here? Or is there a pharmacy near here? ¿Hay una farmacia cerca de aquí? Muy bien. And you remembered near here. Cerca de aquí. In Latin America, cerca de aquí. ¿Hay una farmacia cerca de aquí? Or, ¿hay una farmacia cerca de aquí? Perfecto. Número nueve. The bank is opposite the swimming pool. Cara? El banco está enfrente de la piscina. Almost perfect. Piscina. Piscina. You pronounce the S as part of the syllable pis, and then the next C is pronounced as a TH, so thina. Piscina. Piscina. And in Latin America you would hear piscina. Piscina. So, el banco está enfrente de la piscina. El banco está enfrente de la piscina. Muy bien. Y número diez, I am learning Spanish. Estoy aprendiendo español. Estoy aprendiendo español. Muy bien, muy, muy bien. Okay, so that was a good way of testing some of the language that's been covered between lessons 11 and 18. We're going to go into a second exercise now, and this is going to be a listening exercise. I'm going to read out a text fairly slowly first time round. After that, Cara will read out some questions to give you an idea what you're listening for when you hear it for a second time. The second time, the text will be read a little faster. And then we'll talk about the answers to the questions. And finally, I read the text at normal speaking speed. And that way you'll get a chance to hear how much you would have understood had you heard it at that speed, spoken by a real Spaniard or a real Spanish speaker in a Spanish-speaking country. So, let's begin. This is the text, read for the first time. Hola, me llamo Rafa y soy español. Vivo en Barcelona. Me gusta esta ciudad. 
hay muchas cosas interesantes en Barcelona. Hay una catedral que se llama la Sagrada Familia. Es muy famosa. También hay muchos cines y más de 19 restaurantes. Me gusta salir por la noche con mis amigos a las discotecas. Hay muchas discotecas y bares en el centro de la ciudad. So Rafa was speaking about where he lives. Cara, can you give us the questions, please? Yeah, if it's possible, it might be a good idea to take a note of these questions. Okay, question one is, does Rafa like living in Barcelona? Question two, what is La Sagrada Familia? Question three, how does Rafa describe La Sagrada Familia? Number four, Rafa mentions that there are lots of restaurants in the city. What else does he say that there are lots of? Question five. What does he like doing in the evening? And finally, question six. What is there in the centre of the city? Okay, so I'm going to read the text again. And this time you should be listening in particular for the things that Cara asked you about there. Here goes. Hola, me llamo Rafa y soy español. Vivo en Barcelona. Me gusta esta ciudad. Hay muchas cosas interesantes en Barcelona. Hay una catedral que se llama la Sagrada Familia. Es muy famosa. También hay muchos cines y más de 19 restaurantes. Me gusta salir por la noche con mis amigos a las discotecas. Hay muchas discotecas y bares en el centro de la ciudad. Okay, so let's answer the questions. What was the first question, Cara? Does Rafa like living in Barcelona? So Rafa says, vivo en Barcelona. Me gusta esta ciudad. So what's the answer to the question? He does, because he says he likes living in this city. He says, me gusta esta ciudad. Okay, so question number two. What is La Sagrada Familia? Rafa says, hay una catedral que se llama La Sagrada Familia. La Sagrada Familia es una catedral, a cathedral. Muy bien. So question number three. How does Rafa describe La Sagrada Familia? Okay, so he says, hay una catedral que se llama La Sagrada Familia. Es muy famosa. I think famosa means famous. So he says that the cathedral is very famous. Exacto. Famosa does indeed mean famous. Famoso, famosa. Um, it's a good example of some words that are very similar in English as they are in Spanish. However, there are some words that are what we would call falsos amigos, false friends, which you think means something that's very similar, but in fact it means something different. We'll be coming across these in future lessons. So, the next question, Cara? Rafa mentions that there are lots of restaurants in the city. What else does he say that there are lots of? So, he says, También hay muchos cines y más de 19 restaurantes. 
He says, I'm Justinus. There are lots of cinemas. Okay, and of course, in Latin America, he would have said, Hay muchos cines. So question number five. What does he like doing in the evening? Rafa says, Me gusta salir por la noche con mis amigos a las discotecas. He likes to go out with his friends at night to the nightclubs. Yeah, las discotecas or nightclubs, discos, or whatever. Okay, and finally... What is there in the centre of the city? The part of the text that this question refers to is Hay muchas discotecas y bares en el centro de la ciudad. He says, Hay muchas discotecas y bares, so there are lots of clubs and bars. Muy bien. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. When you're not listening to Coffee Break Spanish, you can still practice your Spanish with our regular posts on social media. Find us on Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We're Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can keep up with the team through our regular posts on Instagram. Follow Coffee Break Languages. It's our mission to help you turn your downtime into your do time. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. We're going to listen to the text once more, and this will be said more or less at normal speaking speed. So here goes. Hola, me llamo Rafa y soy español. Vivo en Barcelona. Me gusta esta ciudad. Hay muchas cosas interesantes en Barcelona. Hay una catedral que se llama La Sagrada Familia. Es muy famosa. También hay muchos cines y más de 19 restaurantes. Me gusta salir por la noche con mis amigos a las discotecas. Hay muchas discotecas y bares en el centro de la ciudad. 
So that was probably more of a challenge that time to hear all the content. But now that we've gone through it several times, you should be able to get most of that. I'm going to repeat the text one more time, and this time I'm going to try and read it in as near to a sort of standard Latin American accent as possible. Hola, me llamo Rafa y soy español. Vivo en Barcelona. Me gusta esta ciudad. Hay muchas cosas interesantes en Barcelona. Hay una catedral que se llama la Sagrada Familia. Es muy famosa. También hay muchos cines y más de 19 restaurantes. Me gusta salir por la noche con mis amigos a las discotecas. Hay muchas discotecas y bares en el centro de la ciudad. Now, just to be clear, as many of our listeners will know, my American accent isn't very good. Um, so my Mexican accent probably isn't much better. However, at least in that reading, I was using the pronunciations linked to Latin America, like, for example, el centro de la ciudad as opposed to the Spanish pronunciation, el centro de la ciudad. And hopefully it's been of use to you to hear slightly different patterns of speech. They didn't actually sound too different to me. I thought they sounded quite similar. You're right, they're not actually that different. In fact, this is something I've mentioned quite a few times on the bulletin boards on the Coffee Break Spanish forum, where people have been asking us what type of Spanish we speak, whether it's Latin American Spanish or Spanish Spanish. There are very, very strong similarities between Spanish Spanish and Latin American Spanish. And even within both Spain and Latin America, there are regional differences. So, for example, in uh, the Canary Islands, the word wawa is bus, but the, a bus in most other parts of Spain is un autobús. And words change from country to country in, in Latin America. What we're trying to do is provide a Spanish that will be understood no matter where you go and regardless of what accent you use. And if people make any comments about that, then just you tell them, Estoy aprendiendo español. I'm learning Spanish and I'm sure that they will be very understanding of your efforts to speak. Okay, so our final part of this week's podcast is a conversation. Kara is wandering about a town looking for the tourist information office. She stops someone in the street, me, and she asks for some directions. Here we go. Por favor? Sí, ¿en qué puedo ayudarle? Me sabe decir, ¿dónde está la oficina de turismo? A ver, no está lejos. ¿Me puede indicar dónde está en este plano? Mire, estamos aquí en la Plaza Jaime III. Vaya todo recto y tome la segunda calle a la derecha. Vale, todo recto y la segunda a la derecha. Sí, eso es. ¿Está bastante cerca? Sí, a unos diez minutos de aquí a pie. Muchas gracias. De nada, que tenga buen día. Ok, there was quite a lot of stuff in there that you've probably not heard before, but hopefully... You got the gist of the conversation. What we'll do now is listen to it again and see if you can understand a little more this time. Remember, Cara's looking for the Oficina de Turismo. Por favor. Sí, ¿en qué puedo ayudarle? Me sabe decir, ¿dónde está la Oficina de Turismo? A ver, no está lejos. ¿Me puede indicar dónde está en este plano? 
Mire, estamos aquí en la plaza Jaime III. Vaya todo recto y tome la segunda calle a la derecha. Vale, todo recto y la segunda a la derecha. Sí, eso es. ¿Está bastante cerca? Sí, a unos diez minutos de aquí a pie. Muchas gracias. De nada, que tenga buen día. Okay, let's go through some of what was said in that sentence. And if you're a premium subscriber, you can be reading this dialogue on the PDF guide. So, Cara began by asking, por favor, stopping someone in the street, asking, por favor, the best way to do it. I then said, sí, ¿en qué puedo ayudarle? Literally, yes, in what can I help you? Cara, can you say your next sentence, please? ¿Me sabe decir dónde está la oficina de turismo? Okay, so you'll have understood first time, ¿dónde está la oficina de turismo? But Cara said something before that. ¿Me sabe decir? ¿Me sabe decir? Literally means, are you able to tell me? ¿Me sabe decir? Can you tell me? ¿Dónde está la oficina de turismo? ¿Me sabe decir? It's a very useful phrase. Repeat that after me. Me sabe decir. Me sabe decir. And you can add any sentence to the end of that in, in many ways. Me sabe decir cuántos restaurantes hay en esta ciudad. Can you please tell me how many restaurants are in your city? Exactly. So, ¿dónde está la oficina de turismo? Where is the tourist information office? And I answered, a ver, no está lejos. Now this haber comes up time and time again and it's something that's very common in Spain. It means, hmm, let's see. No está lejos. What does that mean? It's not far. Muy bien. Cara's next sentence was, ¿Me puede indicar dónde está en este plano? Now, you might not know what that means. En este plano would be in this... Map. Map, yeah, plano is a map of a town. En este plano, in this map. Me puede indicar. Can you show me? Exactly, indicar, indicate, or show. Me puede, can you, indicar. Can you indicate to me, can you show me, donde está en este plano, where it is on this map. Then I said, mire, Look, estamos aquí, en la Plaza Jaime Tres. We are here, in the Jaime Tres Square. I then said, vaya todo recto. So, todo recto means... Straight on. Y tome la segunda calle a la derecha. Now, a la derecha means in what direction? On the right. On the right. So, it's... La segunda calle. Una calle is a street. So which street is it? The second street. Take the second street on the right. Vaya todo recto, go straight on, y tome la segunda calle a la derecha. Cara then says, vale, todo recto, y la segunda a la derecha. She repeats, todo recto, straight on, y la segunda a la derecha. And I say, sí. Eso es. Sí, eso es. Sí, eso es literally means, yes, that's right, that's it. 
Caroline asks, Está bastante cerca? Is it quite near? And I reply, Sí, a unos diez minutos de aquí a pie. So it's at a distance of some ten minutes. Unos diez minutos, some ten minutes, de aquí, from here, a pie. What do you think a pie means? On foot. Muy bien, exacto. Then Cara thanks me, muchas gracias, and I reply, de nada, que tenga buen día. I hope you have a nice day. And that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us, and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.